I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was at, that was loud. Uh, hello. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Greetings. Willkommen. Is that a word? German for hello? The only international greetings uh, I know of are the ones I've seen in the intro screen to the old, the old uh, OS X install process. Remember those? Or when you first get your Mac, for Mac users out there, you get that whole outer space song and dance piece of business that started with, I want to say, <sighs> Panther, probably. Maybe it was... I don't know. Even leopard. I don't know. But they would uh, they'd shoot all these words out at you in different languages. Chinese characters, Japanese symbols, English, Spanish, German, Russian. Uh Chinese. Did I already say that I did. Korean. Uh Klingon. No? No Klingon. All right. Klingon is a made-up language. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that fact. If that had uh, dawned on you yet, that that was made up, that nobody really talks like that anymore. Or at all. <laughs> Meaning it's made up. It's fake. All right, that's it, everybody. We'll see you next. Just kidding. I'm here for, I'm here for a little bit. All right, so I wanted to discuss something that um, it sort of just keeps coming up for me in conversations, in email exchanges, Twitter exchanges, Facebook exchanges. These are the social mediums of our day. And um, the thing that keeps coming up is the lack of the middle ground, or as far as I see it, it's the lack of middle ground. The middle ground being, hold on, I got a text. Okay, I'll talk to him later. Um, The middle ground being this space that nobody seems to want to offer another side of an argument. In other words, let's say, um, let's, let's use religion as an example. And I fully admit most of the reason I feel this way is because of how I was raised. I was raised in a family that was church going and all that kind of stuff. But my dad made it very paramount, clear, and, and kind of the most important principle in our lives growing up that it didn't matter how far on the religious side or how far from the religious side you are, no matter which extreme 
no matter how extreme or how far from the center, that both sides, for, for society to grow, continue to thrive and be a place human beings wanted to live in, both sides needed to agree in principle as, a, as the one thing you must always have available to you is this middle ground. Meaning, uh, for example, let's say you're, you're super religious and you believe, well, I'll give you a ridiculous example because I don't want to, I'm not trying to call anybody out in, in particular here, but let's say you, you believe very strongly that if you don't spend a half an hour a day throwing uh, topsoil into public drinking fountains, Uh, that that you just very stalwart belief system in that that's that's your religion you believe in the great god uh, leaky water McGillicuddy soil pants and you need to go and you need to offer up this dirt every half hour in some form of public drinking <laughs> drinking fountain and you started in junior high and you've worked your way up and now you do it you know public buildings and so on at the mall whatever wherever you can get it you believe very strongly in that and you believe that part of those tenets are that. Everyone else is wrong, and you are tasked with convincing them that this is the true way and the good way, and if not, their souls are lost forever, and you'll be held accountable for their lost souls. Let's say that's the deal, okay? On the other side, you have somebody who just absolutely does not believe that. They believe in something else. They believe that you're supposed to take empty water bottles, fill them with marbles, and sing, I've got you, babe, at the top of your lungs from from the highest point that you can get to at 4 o'clock every day. So at 4 o'clock every day, you look for the nearest hill, building, uh, car, whatever, wherever the highest point you are. If you're in a big, flat desert, you look for a rock, or you look for something to stand on so it can be the highest. You hold aloft your, your, your marble-filled water bottle. You shake it, and you, and you sing, I've got you, babe. All right, that's your belief system. And man, could it be more different than soil in the drinking fountain guy? I mean, you just do not see eye to eye with, eye to eye with that dude at all. And in fact, your job is not to convert people to the ways of the marble bottle. Yours is to uh, convince the world that... Um, I don't know that Jerry Lewis was a prophet. Okay. That's your job. And to that end, you'll, you'll just do all you can to convince those around you that Jerry, Jerry Lewis famed comedian of your, and uh, now Lord of all telethons is a prophet. And, uh, he is a prophet of the high Lord, uh, water bottle marble man. Okay lives in the sky okay let's say these are two groups (laughs) i've gone to clearly i've gone to great lengths to describe their their systems of belief but i think it's important for the example because it's not all that different than what's real out there okay so they both have these uh very distinct beliefs and because they have them and let's say they both got a pretty good volume of people behind their stance you know much like say uh christian uh religious christians in this country and uh, atheists or agnostics in this country, both both sizable groups. You could argue the Christian side's bigger. I guess you wouldn't just argue it. It's I think it's just true. 
Um, so let's say the marble dude is bigger. All right. The marble guy's bigger because it's less of a public nuisance. Really. He's kind of keeping to himself, right? He's just shaking his marble bag or his, his marble bottle. Nobody should be shaking their marble bag. And the other guy is truly a public nuisance as is doing things to public drinking fountains that are, that is annoying to everybody, but you know, you can still get good clean water out of it. There's just always a little bit of dirt there in the drain. So people just kind of, just kind of live with it. Right. You want to respect his, uh, his, uh, his right to believe what he wants to and, and, and participate in his rituals. And it's, and, and so we're, we're willing to let that little bit of dirt in the drinking fountain slide a little bit. Right. But the marble guy's just kind of doing his thing. He's got his beliefs. He may, you know, you may go to his house and go, man, there's a lot of marbles here. A lot of water bottles around. What's going on? Some kind of hoarder problem. But, but for the most part, you know, that's not affecting anyone but him. Okay. So there's our two scenarios. Now, both of them live in a society where we need to have laws and we need to have structure. We need to have a, um, you know, a way for people to, to eat and subsist and, and, and have clean water and decent roads and healthcare options and, you know, run, run the day to day needs of, of, of the, of the, of the place you're in, state, country, whatever. And in those, in that particular case, 99.9% of the things that you need to, to manage are un- disconnected completely from either of your two religious stances. It's got nothing to do with any of that. But you desire, as a marble dude or as a, as a water fountain dude, you desire that your belief system is reflected in your local government or your national government. You want very badly to be able to say, well, look, I'm, I'm a big believer in this, so I think everybody should believe that because I know I'm right. They just don't know, but I know I'm right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and make that all mandatory. The other side's like, Oh no, 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 not over here in marble town. We don't believe that at all. And so quit trying to shove your stuff down our throat, you know, keep that out of government. But by the way, we really believe in this whole, this whole thing. So we want taxpayers to pay for high points in the city where we can stand at four o'clock and shake our marble bag. And, and, you know, and sing the holy song of I've got you, babe. So we, we do think that's important because, that, you know, we really believe that and we know we're right. So, so we want to have that. But that, you know, people should do that, right? Because we know we're right. And people just, you know, people who say we're wrong are just they're in a den- denial or they haven't figured it out yet. So what these two sides have forgotten is that there should just be this rule built into us as humans that there is always room for your extremisms, your beliefs, your stances or whatever. There's always room for those things, but one must always account. It's like board game rules. You must always account for one specific rule that can never go away. And that is there is a middle neutral space where everybody has to be able to function together. And that place should be free of anybody else's system of beliefs, free of anybody else's motivations to, to that end, to those ends. Again, neutral, middle ground, not just where they can meet and have a, a discussion. You should be able to do that anywhere and have all the arguments you want. I'm not talking about that. I am saying one group. Uh, so let's use a real example. One group says, well, I want to have prayer in school. There should be prayer in school. We shouldn't ever have taken it out. They should have prayer every day in school. Well, okay, that's good for you. 
But but that's not good for a whole bunch of people who don't want to have prayer in school or who don't have any kind of religious affiliation or would otherwise have their kid go to school and be going, well, this isn't me at all, but I'm being forced to do this thing that I don't want to do or witness thing I have to do or whatever. And the majority can say, well, you don't have to do anything. Just be there. It's not like it's hurting you. I mean, if you don't believe in it, then what's the, what's the, what's the issue? Well, the issue is that you're telling them how to, how to live and you're trying to control the way they think and, and, and act. And they shouldn't be, have to do that in the neutral space on the same token. You should be able to have a opinion. Like I feel like if you're a teacher and you've got an opinion about religion, you might could express it and say, well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a religious guy and I believe this and that and that's who I am. That's okay to do too. That's not the same as him going, y'all should believe like I do. I mean, maybe it's a fine line, but to me, it's always been simple. It really boils down to this, to each his own. If I demand a freedom that allows me a certain belief system or something, you should be afforded the same exact freaking freedom. Does that make sense? So if I believe in the marble bottle, fine, let me believe in it. But dude with dirt in the drinking fountain, he needs the same right. And I should not have the right to endeavor to up to usurp him or up upend what he wants to do. All of these are contingent on, is it hurting anybody? No? Then fine. The neutral space stays neutral. You have to have it. You have to have this thing. So this is why everyone's always surprised by my stance on I don't know if they're surprised, but my stance on gay marriage is a simple one. You're telling me, someone who has been afforded the right to make adult decisions in my life, choices, whatever, that I realize they may be in the the majority, but one, one way or the other, I've been given the right to do that. I can marry who I want and... I I married the girl of my dreams and we are very happy and we have a great family and all those things are true. Done. Now, for me to then say, dude up the road who wants to get married to... Phone again. I'm not answering that. For me to say, dude... What was I saying? Oh, for me to say the guy up the street who says, yeah, I want to marry another guy. I'm a, I'm a gay dude and I want to marry a dude. And uh, we're happy. We've been together anyway. And, you know, we're paying, our, we're paying our taxes and we are functioning well. We keep our yard clean. We're, we're doing good things in the community. We work hard. We have jobs. In the neutral space, they have performed as well as anyone on the other side. Again, doing no harm to anyone at all. Their choices, their decisions, their preferences are their own. If I'm allowed that, if I'm allowed to make that kind of choice on my side, why in hell's handbasket would I restrict their ability to do the same? I don't get it. And nobody can explain this to me. When I've asked, somebody will usually say, well, the Bible tells us, whoa, 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 slow down. The Bible tells you that. The Bible may even say that whatever cherry-picked version of whatever scripture you're pulling out to serve your purpose right now. But sure, let's say that that's all true. But that does not mean that those guys or anyone else 
has the same belief in that book or mandate to do anything in regards to that particular subject matter. That's your deal, not their deal, your deal. And it doesn't matter to me. You've forgotten the contract. The contract is, it's none of your damn business. Now, somebody comes to your house and shoots your dog, it's your business. Somebody comes past your house and says to themselves, I hate his dog. None of your business. He can hate your dog all he wants. If you think them gays up the street are up to no good, fine. Go ahead and think it. You don't get to restrict who they are and what they do. Because you don't get to have that freedom when they don't. Do you see what I'm saying? To me, it is a pure, this is purely about equity and equitableness and equality, which is really three words meaning the same thing. So I said them all. And it frustrates me because that barrier, again, the neutral ground, land, that was going to be a weird one to draw today. How am I going to do it? Well, anyway, that is there for all, not just for you. It's there for them too. And again, if somebody literally came out and worshiped marbles in a bottle and sang that song, same thing applies. You might think it's peculiar. You might think it's weird. You might whatever, whatever. I mean, look, even on the gay issue, I don't ever look at a guy, well, unless you're talking about like um, Hugh Jackman without a shirt on, maybe. Mm. But I don't look at guys and go, oh, wow. I could see how everyone's, I could see how gay dudes are attracted to that. I I don't, because I'm not, not wired that way. And because I'm not, I like the ladies. When I see a pretty lady, I go, yeah, pretty lady, right? If I'm, if I'm allowed to just do what I want to do, why aren't they? Or why do you want to restrict them being able to do that? Who cares? So everybody comes out and says, wow, we, we think, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, divinely noted or whatever that it's a man and a woman or whatever. I think it's even fine to go ahead and carry that belief around with you. I'm not even saying people should change those, which I think sometimes is inherently, you know, leads to trouble. But I'm not even saying you need to change what you think is right for you. You know, if you think that the only marriage for you is between a man and a woman, go for it, dude. By all means, act on your belief system. Go for it. Marry a lady. All right. And ladies, marry a dude. But if you don't have that system of beliefs and you are not hurting anyone else, and you are just trying to make the same freedom of choice decisions that everyone else gets to make in the majority, then why are we given two craps about it? And the only answer I ever get is, well, downfall of man. It's, uh, it's right here in Ezekiel 54, 22. It says, uh, and man shall uh, be dorks and bring down the whatever. I, you can do that to me all day you want to, but it's never a good enough reason. It still breaks that the law of the neutral. You've got to have the neutral in there. And people have forgotten that. I think when I grew up, I feel like a lot of people understood that that was there. Was there discrimination? Yes. Was there hate speech? Yes. Were there acts of violence against people of different color, different preference, different whatever? Absolutely, absolutely there were. But I feel like we are heading down a path where the neutral space is not respected. You have to have it, man. 
You just have to freaking have it. All right. I think I've said enough about this. It's off my chest now. I'm fine. Moving on. Got other things. I got a fish to fry. Other things to talk about. Other things to do. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. Um, one thing. The So I started a new show on the network. It's all, you know, Some of you won't care about this, but it's all about Diablo, the, the video game series by Blizzard Entertainment. And I'm a big fan. So I started a show. And uh, you people specifically might like it. Who are you calling you people? Because it is a lot like this show. It's a solo show and it's, uh, I think, a little bit more uh, thoughtful and cerebral and less just talking panel, talking heads kind of stuff. Uh, So you might like it at frogpants.com slash Diablo. You can go check it out if you want. You can subscribe on iTunes, blah, 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 all that. All right. I think that's going to do it. I hope you guys are having a great day. I really, really do. I hope the weather warms up here. That's what I really want at this point. So everybody go outside, have a good time, feed the ducks, walk the dog, respect each other's neutral space. They're not hurting you. You're not hurting them. Just respect it. Okay? You might learn something from everybody else. You might just do that. All right. That's it. Scott at frogpants.com if you want to send your feedback. That's scott at frogpants.com. That's the email address. Happy to field those emails and maybe even read one on the show if it is deemed interesting. If I deem it interesting. All right, that's it. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.